This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 301 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby together, but not really. Two guys at the Odyssey Empire. One guy out here in Peoria, Arizona. And uh, that's how we're bringing you Gwen and Chris today. Got a daily gambit coming your way here shortly. Some bets to place. I also have a um, story that is insane about what we may be able to bet on. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, oh, more to bet on? Yes, and it's crazy. Man, it's getting nice out there. I mean, I don't know how my man Chris Ellis is going to feel about more to bet on. What is what is left to bet on? I mean, we're betting on practically whether a red light's going to turn green. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, you, know, you know what? I like my live odds right now on my, like my thing going green. Yes. This light will eventually turn green, but uh, yeah, over under on how many seconds? I mean, well, I don't know that there's anything you can't bet on at this point. Well, there is um, one thing I'll tell you guys in just a second. All right. Uh, John Morant will not be charged, looks like, for the uh, the gun incident, um, which could have been, uh, uh, as Scraby and I talked about yesterday, because of the CBA could have resulted in an automatic 50-game suspension. So sounds like, at least right now, uh, he's not being charged with anything in the, in, the, in the state of Colorado, which was the other issue there. Uh, but it, it does sound like he's going to be out indefinitely. Doesn't be seem to be a timetable on when he returns for the Grizzlies. They took one on the chin last night in uh, Los Angeles. As the uh... <laughs> Tony slipped that in there nicely. <laughs> yeah, he did. He actually really did. That was well done. As the Lakers well um, retired, Pau Gasol's number sixteen to the Raptors put it right in between the eight and twenty-four, and I think it inspired my man Anthony Davis. Who put together 30 and 22, 30 points, 22 rebounds, in a winning effort. Um, Lakers move to the nine spot, move up into a, a, I wouldn't say a comfortable seat, but they move up one past the last spot for a play-in. So that's this is as high as they've been in a couple of months. I mean, they've been <laughs> yeah, sitting is, at 13 for a while. So this is market improvement. So yeah, Lakers are um, making a little late, uh, late charge here with LeBron James sidelined. They're taking yeah, that, advantage that, that, of. Uh, this home court right now, and uh, Anthony Davis is playing terrific. Just to go back to John Morant, I just, I just hope that you know he understands, and I and I think he does, that just because he's lucky to not be charged in any criminal matter here, uh, his his behavior is still at at question, and he's going to have to find better ways to deal with this stuff. He said himself that uh, 
you know, he's got to work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and just his overall well-being. So I'm hoping John Morant has gotten the message here that this is a this is a story that's only going to end badly right. if it hasn't I, already ended badly for him. But it's it's you know, it hasn't ended badly yet. Yeah, no, it, it it could very well end a lot worse right. uh, when you were dealing with a gun. So, yeah, let's hope that the, this this is this is the this is the incident that kind of is his sobering moment. He does seem say. to have a lot of people who are on the outside like trying to give him good information in terms of yeah. some of the experience. I know Jalen Rose said something. I know Shaq had some things to say last night about it uh, that were pretty pointed uh, uh, comments about um, Ja and the situations he's putting himself in. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, we talked a lot about it yesterday, so I don't want to you know, beat a dead horse, but he certainly, um, regardless of how this situation unfolds i think he's going to have a chance to redeem himself one way or the other and he's got to take advantage of it because it could end it could end a whole lot worse than what is it going to end in this situation here yeah i mean we've seen some crazy stories of late you know involving guns yeah you know i yeah. mean the, the kid at alabama who's who actually spoke to the media for the first time today as well uh he won about, a freshman of the year too. Yeah, the uh, Brandon Miller, yeah, who was the the kid who ended up you know bringing the gun to the guy who gave the gun to somebody who shot and killed somebody, and he said today the whole situation is really heartbreaking. Uh, I think a lot of people you know just understand or hopefully understanding that when you get involved in these kinds of situations, nothing good comes out of it yep. ever. I mean, I, I can't recall ever a time where something's good come out of this stuff. So, you know, I hope that John Morant has gotten the message. And I'm yeah. rooting for him to uh, to get this straightened away in his life. It sounds like it's something he wants to do. So yeah. the, having a want to is the first step. No doubt about it. All right, Scrape, let's get to the Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Ah, uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. It's going to be tough after I tell you about this story of what you're going to be able to bet on in just a second. But we do have to review the two bets that we made yesterday. Fresno State and Colorado State was earlier today. Colorado State won by two points. Yesterday, Tony and I bet on this game. Uh, Colorado State was a favor by two points. So pushed because we both went the other way. Fres Tony went Fresno. I went Colorado State. You canceled each other out. We did. And I thought it was – It was. Uh, I looked at the game. It was like six minutes left or something like that, and Colorado State was up by ten. I'm like, I got this in the bag. And then yeah. I looked at the Psych. final. Wasn't that way. Fresno State came back late. Made it close. They did, 67-65. So Tony and I cancel each other out there. Now, this is when Tony takes the lead on our one of two bets yesterday <laughs> because Gonzaga played St. Mary's. Gonzaga favored in the game by two and a half points. 
I said St. Mary's. Tony said Gonzaga. Gonzaga crushed St. Mary's 77-51, so not even close. I'll tell you, man. Gonzaga wins that West Coast Conference. It's automatic. It's too easy. You know, they've won it four years in a row. Believe it or not, that's a, that's as long as their streak is in terms of winning the conference tournament. I think St. Mary's won it uh, in 2019. St. Mary's snuck one in there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Gonzaga is about as sure a bet as there is year in and year out to to win that conference. So. Yeah. They are. You know and what's they funny? Did it again. This morning I had a conversation with Casavell and, and Jake Cronenworth. And it's so interesting to hear the perspective. Name dropper. Of, it's so interesting to hear. <laughs> shut up, Scraby. It's so, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so interesting to hear perspectives of guys from different parts of the country. So both of them are Big Ten guys, right? Cronenworth, Michigan. Yeah. Casavell, Penn State. And so they were like having this same discussion that. Chris and I have about the Mountain West in San Diego State. They were having it about the Big Ten and, you know, how everybody's beat up on each other in the conference this year. And it's just so interesting to hear that side of it, right? Because we only t- we really only talk about the, the Mountain West for the most part. Yeah, that is interesting because uh, their conferences, they have uh, a lot more stuff to watch. You know, they have right. a lot more teams right. to watch. They were, they were fussing at, about the fact that their teams beat up on each other, but they all got two wins facing Minnesota because that was like the team that they, the Big Ten beat Minnesota up on. Minnesota was the, uh, the weak sister this year in the Big Ten. You know, the thing is, is they beat up on each other, and they're allowed to beat up on each other because it doesn't cost them. Every time they, in the Big Ten, every right. time Indiana loses a game, they move up in the rankings because they're, not the rankings, but the net averages because of their opponents. Um, you know, the, you play so many teams that are preseason ranked and then stay ranked and then yeah. never go out of the rankings because they're just playing each other all year. I should have told them how out of touch they are. They are out of touch. Bring Jake, bring, Jake and, uh, bring Jake and Cassaville back. Yeah. They, they live in a dream world, the Big Ten. Yeah, Hopefully one day the Aztecs will get to be in a... Pac-12 or Big 12, and kind of share the same, share some of the same fruits of uh, conference labors. Yeah, because these teams are—they're all great teams. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's a lot of great teams in these smaller conferences that don't get the same—they don't get the same rules. They don't play by the same rules. No, you're right. We should so, do something about it, Chris. Well, the one thing they can do about it is to beat these teams in the NCAA tournament. That's yeah. true. That helps. Just yeah, that helps a lot. And when the Mountain West Conference gets four teams in last year, and all four teams lose in the first round, not a good look. Not a good look. Not. It doesn't help my argument. No, it does no. not. There isn't a whole lot I can do. All right. That. Here is the story, guys, that I've been teasing for the last fifteen well, can't minutes. Wait. Oh my goodness! All right, this is stuff we can bet on that we possibly possibly it's, it's, bet it's on. It's trying to come to fruition. Okay, but in the state of states of Colorado and Michigan, the WWE is in talks to with the state gambling re- regulators to bet on high profile matches. Now, your first thought me would be. Wait a second. Wrestling's fake, right? Yeah, well, that's exactly it, my thought. It's not fake, Tony. It's real. Oh, everything. Lord, no, it is fake. But here's what they said about that. They're going to actually, they're, they're working with a, a company called Ernst, Ernst & Young to secure match results so they won't leak to the public. The WWE creative executives, they don't even plan on informing the wrestlers if this all goes down. 
until hours before the match, and they are, are trying. Still be plenty enough time to call somebody. Exactly, my thought. <laughs> this is like me? a dumb idea. You can text somebody. This is really stupid. They said it's going to be. Thank you. I thought you guys were going to be. I didn't know where you guys were going to be on this, but this is really bad. I mean, the WWE, for example, could lock in the results of WrestleMania's main event months ahead of time. But based on a scripted storyline that hinged to the winner of January's Royal Rumble. So now they're he, like, sometimes things happen where wrestlers get injured and you need to change the storyline. And so this is going to not allow that to happen because they're going to have to lock in the results months ahead this of is, time. This is this is trouble I'm waiting you, to happen. It oh really is. I can't believe that they're even talking about this. Yeah, That'd be like betting on The Bachelor. I guess that's even, even no. Worse. That's not even scripted. I mean, you yeah, can't that's say that's not as scripted as the WWE. I was about to well, say maybe that's the Bachelor scripted. Okay, I, I think they do bet on the Bachelor, more right? People think it is. I think they do, Tony. I think they, they do. do bet on the Bachelor. Can you bet on that? I think you yeah. can. The Bachelor is going to pick at the end. Also, the Academy Awards. They brought that up in this article about you know having that be uh, something that you can bet on. But even the Academy Awards, like only like three people know the winner, and so it's not like. Yeah, they can and they're not, they're, not, they're not coming into it being like, okay, well, we said this movie can win, so we have to have it win. Um, it, it's it, This is very weird to me. I was I was very surprised to see all this. But don't I don't, do a WWE. I don't know if the wrestlers would even like that. Wouldn't you want to know if you were going to win and you were going to have to perform at WrestleMania? Like, Wouldn't you want to know a couple days in advance, not hours before your match? Be. I don't see why it would matter. Honestly. I don't really understand but, that part. Doesn't well, really I do well, because much. because these guys, I've, I've watched the behind the scenes on stuff, and these guys will talk about what they're going to do during the match for days or weeks leading up to the match. And so now the WWE is going to just say, hey, oh, by the way, you're going to win today. And so then they have the WWE is not going to be able to do this. Nobody, you're right. Nobody in their right mind is going to let anybody bet on WWE matches, at least not. Legally, there's no way anybody can be that stupid to to fall for this idea. Yeah, well, I thought that was crazy. All right, Colorado State, San Diego State tomorrow at noon in the Mountain West Conference tournament. San Diego State eight and a half point favorites in the game. Chris, well, I'm worried about this game. I, you know, because it's just my nature to worry about every game. But you know, first of all, Colorado State got to play today. So they get to get their feet wet in the tournament. Aztecs are like on a bus and on a plane and flying in, and they're not playing. And the Aztecs now will get basically one day to prepare for Colorado State because they just found out that that's their opponent. Brian Dutcher said, doesn't matter. He's played them enough. (laughs) This is the third time playing, right? Yeah. Third time playing them. Don't forget the first time they played them, the game went to overtime. It did. The second time, it wasn't much of a game, the the one in San Diego. But uh, Colorado State's got one good player at least, Isaiah Stevens. Um, it's one of the better players in the con- in the conference. Eight and a half. Yeah. That seems like you should just take the Aztecs in a cruise. But all right, I'll take the Aztecs. <laughs> but I'm de- I just wanted to get in my worries before I take them. <laughs> t- give me the Aztecs. By 10, baby. By 10, he says. Double figures. I'm going to say the Aztecs as well. Not going to be the guy who goes the other way and then have them lose. You mean you usually are? I know, but not today. Not today. I don't want to play the villain role today. Oregon State (laughs) at Arizona State tonight on the Pac-12 network. Arizona State, 11-point favorites in this game. Oregon State lost by 5-11 and against ASU this year. 
Tony, who do you think is going to, or on the spread, what, what, which team would you like here? Oregon State plus 11 is what BetQL is saying to select. Arizona State. ASU. By, by pure, I guess, just because they lost by 5-11, and 11, I'm going to say they keep it close. I'm going to go with the Beavers. The Beavs? <laughs> yes, the Beavs. Arizona State's 20-11, and 11, Oregon State's 11-20. and 20. Yeah. So... And Arizona State can't trip up here because they they're they're a bubble team. Yeah, yeah. And I think bubble teams have the most to play for in championship week, so they they can't mess around. They've got to win this game. They got to win it comfortably. I'll take Arizona State and give the points. All right, Tim Shelton, our guy. We had him on a few months ago. He's a coach at Oregon State. Sorry about so. that, Tim. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Now, after putting my credibility on the line for Georgetown against Creighton a couple weeks ago. Uh, I can never bet on Georgetown again, so Villanova are 11-point favorites in this game, Chris. Or I'm up first, so I'm going to take Villanova. Where is the game? It's probably on a neutral site because it's a tournament, Oh, it's a conference tournament. Oh, Big East tournament. uh, Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. I think Tony may have said that already. That's what he said. We we couldn't hear you. Yeah, we were talking. Both of us were talking. We were yelling at each other. Yelling at each other, so we didn't hear what you said. I'm going to go Villanova. Chris? You're going Villanova giving, what, 11 and a half points? 11. 11. God, Georgetown is so bad. I mean, they're really They lost by 50 last time I bet on them. I know. There's got to be some reason why somebody thinks they're only underdog by 11. Like, they should be underdog by 20, it seems to me. They're so bad. This isn't that hard of a bet. I'll take Georgetown. Okay, thank you. Uh, what? Yep. <laughs> Tony? Okay, Just because you. you're never going to bet on him again. I'm taking Georgetown. <laughs> um, <laughs> Georgetown. Oh, Georgetown. We're both going Georgetown. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow, All right. this is, we're going to regret this, Somebody Tony. needs to vote on them. We're yeah. going to regret this like four minutes into the game when it's 31 to 3. <laughs> That's it. We're for like, what the daily were we thinking? Gambits. Yeah. you got to get to traffic ASAP, guys. All right, let's do it. All right. All right. Uh, Let's get to traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the program. This hour, 97.3 The Fan, brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. Planning for an upcoming trip? Well, it's important to know that updated COVID-19 boosters are currently available at no cost to you. Remember that immunity could take time to build. Check eligibility and schedule at vaccines.gov. It's sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Chris Ello? Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. in Peoria, Arizona, where the Padres did lose today. Final score, 10-9 Reds over the Friars. Uh, obviously kind of a wild affair. Will Myers against his former team had a couple of hits and an RBI. For the Padres, Alfonso Rivas and uh, Tim Lopes hit home runs. Fernando Tatis Jr., 0 for 3, still hitless in the spring where is the sound of the foreboding music for Fernando Tatis Jr.? People are getting panicked out there. Oh, I thought I missed something. No, you didn't miss <laughs> it's anything. Like searching, well, you like... did. You missed an opportunity. To <laughs> well, I don't add. have that music. I guess you we missed, can do this. You missed an opportunity. <laughs> I guess that would work. That's, that's not bad, actually. Not the that was them. That okay. was them. <laughs> that was the fans. Yes, that was that was one of the fans I heard earlier. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, Fernando better get a hit soon. Um, let's see. We've got. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Mountain West Conference tournament coming up here shortly. Sean Paul, uh, who covers the uh, Mountain West, will join us here at uh, the bottom of this hour. So uh, we'll head out to Las Vegas. That's where the Aztecs are headed today. They'll play Colorado State there tomorrow. In the first round of the Mountain West uh, Conference tournament, I <clears throat> excuse me. I think the Aztecs have something to play for here, Tony. Um, I know they're in the tournament, but if they lose in the first round, second round, six seed probably still going to hold up. But I, I'd still like to believe they have an outside chance at a five seed, and I think that it's worth playing for. It's also nice to win the championship, yeah. and they didn't win it last year, so. We'll see if they can get this tournament. It's it's not the end all, you know. I mean, either it way, it definitely would be nice, though. I would it like definitely it. would be nice to find a way to get out of that six seed that has been, you know, from a luck standpoint, it hasn't been great. You know, we troublesome. That we, we it's been troublesome over the last couple of years. So uh, I would like to see them, and it's, at this point, because they lost that that last game or the second to last game. It's probably going to take them really winning the whole tournament in order for them to move up, I think. I'm pretty sure you're right, yeah. They're not going to move up to a five seed if they lose a game here in the next three days. They're going to have to win them all. And, um, you know, be be uh, be a little bit uh, bullyish. You know, you yeah, won the regular season, sure. go ahead and take the conference title with you too. 
and go into the uh, go into the NCAA tournament on with some confidence. So interesting, you know, Brian Dutcher talking about you know how great college basketball is, and how March is such an amazing time of year, and how it's this is everything that you play for and live for, but also how unfair the NCAA tournament is because if you don't win. You're done. You're done, and everybody's going to consider your season a failure. Yeah. And it, and it's – Especially where the Aztecs are now. It, it, I mean, we – everybody – I mean, just in terms of expectations. Yeah. The expectation is that the Aztecs get out of the first couple of rounds. And so you're right. It, it, I'm sure most people will look at it as a failure despite the, the, the win-loss record and how it looked during the year. They've won nine outright Mountain West Conference championships since uh, Steve Fisher came to town. They've won 15 Mountain West Conference titles total in a span of 24 years. They have won 19 or more games in 18 consecutive seasons. Yeah. When you talk about consistently being great, and yet, there are critics out there of this Aztec basketball program that will tell you none of that matters because they haven't won in the NCAA tournament and they haven't yeah. won in the tournament under Dutcher. They're zero and three. I think there is a there does seem to be some urgency this year in terms of getting over that hump. I agree you know, with with Dutch. He, he his the the team that probably had the best chance. Got wiped out because of COVID. Yeah, they didn't even so get a chance to play. They didn't even get an opportunity. So I, I think there's, I think there's some urgency. I, I feel good about this year. It's a good team. It's been a good yeah. team. They've given us a lot to cheer about and a lot to enjoy the last few months. So hopefully they'll, uh, hopefully things will go their way in the NCAA tournament. But you know they're going to have a tough draw, one yeah. way or the other. We'll all find out on Sunday night. When they have the uh, or Sunday late afternoon, I guess when they have the NCAA tournament field is announced. But between now and then, the Aztecs will start in the Mountain West Conference tournament. We'll talk more about it, like I said, with Sean Paul when we come up next. Uh, before we get to that, I'm only doing this with like one minute left before the break because I don't really understand the story, but it's a big story. It's making the rounds all over the place today. Tiger Woods' longtime girlfriend has asked a judge to resolve a dispute over a NDA, which stands for Non-Disclosure Agreement. Tiger Woods, I guess, according to this girlfriend of his, Erica Herman. Oh, oh, I'm getting an update. Now everybody on... Remember, Tony, when we checked to see if it was X? All the articles now say ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend okay, so now. now it's her ex. Right. Yeah, now it makes a lot more now sense. Now it makes a little bit more sense. Yes. But his ex-girlfriend, all right, if it's his ex-girlfriend which uh, Scraby says we're getting some updates that it is an ex-girlfriend, saying that Woods, quote, forced her to sign a non-disclosure agreement back in 2017 when their relationship started. That keeps her from being able to say anything publicly about anything having to do with their relationship. I, I'm just guessing here, Tony, but apparently there's some things she would like to say. I mean, and that's unless the, the judge is, right? clears this uh, NDA, she's going to have to keep her mouth shut. That is what the assumption is, and that is why it is a big story. Is yeah, because you're right. We don't actually know what it is she wants to to say. <laughs> she hasn't. In, she hasn't indicated that. But 
Uh, we have a feeling it's not going to be something like, I just wanted to come out and say that Tiger Woods is a wonderful guy, <laughs> and I really enjoyed my five-year-plus relationship with him, and it was a special time in my life. No, I'm, I'm reading often, this. Uh, often that is not how exes talk about exes. No. So, you no, know. you're right. I'm reading this article by USA Today, and it's starting to... We're getting more information. When we first saw this story, we had no idea what to make of it, but yeah. now we're getting more information uh, she filed the lawsuit um, against a homestead trust that Tiger Woods controls. She's claiming damages of more than $30 million and said the trust and its agents misappropriated $40,000 of cash that belonged to her, making um, scurrilous and defamatory allegations how she obtained the money. And then she also sued him in a separate suit to try to get the NDA um, lifted from her. She wants her money back. Apparently it says, Peyton has continually demanded to be allowed back into her home. There was a, a verbal agreement to have her remain at the house for five more years. That's the problem. Um, he wanted, verbal he, agreement. He to, yeah, well, you know what? I'm not going to make any assumptions until we get a clearer picture, but it seems quite, uh, quite messy right now. Yeah, so you're not going to be like me and just blame and just say, verbal agreement before I know everything? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Tiger Woods' his entire life has been messy for the last decade now. It's like his relationships are do not end well. Doesn't seem so. All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about this Mountain West Conference basketball tournament. Sean Paul joins us from Las Vegas when Gwyn and Chris continues. Three thirty-eight on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Little Gwynn and Chris for you. Sean Paul, Mountain West writer for the Mountain West Wire, will join us here shortly. We're going to talk about this Mountain West tournament, including the Aztecs in particular. We got a little traffic. At some point today, Chris and I are going to broach this Lamar Jackson subject that is quite disturbing to me. My antennas become disturbing to you. Yeah, yeah. My antennas are are touching the ceiling that in the place that I'm staying at right now. Get that checked out. That's how. That's how. That's how high they are right now. We'll get into. We'll get into it. In looking uh, forward to your comments on this. Yeah, yeah. We'll look get into it a little bit, but uh, before we bring on Sean Paul, let's uh, let's check some traffic. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, Sean Paul, Mountain West Wire. Sean, thank you for your time. How, how are you today? Doing good, Tony. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Uh, the the Aztecs get the number one seed. We were talking about it a little bit earlier. Um, this is one of Brian Dutcher's, I think, better teams. Outside of the 2020 team, would you say this is Dutch's best team uh, that he, that he's had? I, I would I'd be inclined to say yes. You know, last year was a pretty good team in their own right, but they lacked one thing, and that was offense. This year they're a lot better on the offensive end. They're still a great defensive team, of course. They are top 15 in Ken Palm, but they're 43rd 
in offensive efficiency while they were out of the outside the top 200 last year. Like when I came on wow. with you guys around this time last year, I was talking about this offense is, isn't very good. And we saw down the stretch in that Creighton game in the NCAA tournament, they weren't able to score enough down the stretch and their defense kind of lacked late and that got them out of the tournament. What I'm surprised about is Matt Bradley hasn't been an All-American type player. If they were this solid offensively, I would have expected Bradley to be averaging around 20 a game, but he's just been an okay player this year. He hasn't been that dominant offensive force. It's been the sum of parts that have kind of come together this year. Darion Trammell has been great. Lamont Butler's taken a step. A lot of those guys have really become players for San Diego State. they got a lot of depth, and they're a really solid offensive unit this year. Sean, do the Aztecs have enough to play for here over the next three days? I mean, do they, is there something at stake for the Aztecs? I mean, they're kind of, according to all the bracketologists, they're locked into a six-seed type thing. I, I I, would find it hard to believe they could fall into a seven, although maybe they could if they lost tomorrow to Colorado State. Is there any chance they could move up to a five if they win this tournament? I mean, is there any? Because that's what worries me in this tournament is that these other teams are going to be playing like crazy just to get into the NCAAs. The Aztecs already know they're in. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a good and bad position, I guess, if you're San Diego State. Like, it's kind of like the Gonzaga factor every year. Like, you know you're in the tournament, what you really have to play for, but obviously they bring their A game to the WCC tournament every season. I don't really have that kind of fear with San Diego State, but you're right. I mean, that team like Colorado State, if they don't beat San Diego State tomorrow, they're headed home. They're done for the season. Their season is over. But you look at San Diego State, yeah, actually, in the bracket matrix right now, which kind of compiles all the different bracketologists, they have San Diego State as a five seed, as a second five seed. So I, could they play their way as a, onto the four line? I mean, hey, anything's possible. But I would just hope you keep compiling wins and don't get knocked off that five line if that's where they are right now. I mean, the five seeds on the bracket matrix are Miami, San Diego State, St. Mary's, and Iowa State. And then the sixes are TCU, Kentucky, Texas A&M, and Creighton. I think – I can't imagine Kentucky's winning the conference tournament in the SEC. TCU's dealing with some injuries to their big man, Eddie Lampkin. Uh, Texas A&M, they could go and win the SEC tournament. That wouldn't surprise me. They could move up, and Creighton could do the same in the Big East. But I think San Diego State's in a really good spot, and I think they're a four or five seed when we head to the NCAA tournament. Is there a is there a sleeper in the Mountain West tournament that the Aztecs should be paying close attention to that could to, could make a run and, and end up winning this tournament outside of of Boise State who who, who yeah. who's played the Aztecs pretty tough this year. I mean, I'm not really going to put Utah State kind of in that sleeper realm. Not really uh, Nevada either. I guess New Mexico, if you want to call them a sleeper. I mean, they played their way as a six seed in the tournament. They really disappointed on the stretch. Same goes for Nevada. But a six seed for New Mexico, that team's really dangerous as a six seed. But looking, and I mean, I guess they still have a shot at that large, but it's a very unlikely shot. Anything's possible in college basketball. But looking at a team that has no shot whatsoever to even make a postseason tournament if they don't win this conference tournament, it is Colorado State. And they have a really good starting five. They have Isaiah Stevens. We saw what he could do today. He hit that game winner against Fresno. He's probably the best point guard in the in the conference. I mean, Omari Moore won the conference player of the year, but he's up there. Then you have John Tanji, Isaiah Rivera, Jalen Lake, Patrick Cartier. That's a really good starting five. Their defense is really lacking. But all five of those guys can go get 15 to 20 points in any given night. So I think Colorado State is a tough matchup. And if they come to play tomorrow, they could go beat San Diego State. And, hey, you never know what can happen once you beat that one seed. Once you beat that one seed, you can go on a run. 
Well, they're not going to beat the one seed. At least uh, we're not going to. We're not going to hopefully allow them to beat the one seed tomorrow. Sean Paul is with us so hey, from the Mountain West uh, Network. Uh, Sean, uh, you talked about uh, Utah State. You talked about Nevada. You mentioned New Mexico. I mean, New Mexico was the last team to lose a game this year, and they were ranked in the top twenty-five at the time. And you know, they lost I think nine games down the stretch. So obviously, they need to win the tournament to make the NCAA's. Utah State and Nevada—they're kind of bubble teams. Do you think, I mean, how much is at stake for them in the next three days? I mean, a lot. Nevada, they took an absolute gut punch loss at home to their arch rivals, UNLV, on Saturday. That's just a loss. Like, hey, if Nevada doesn't make the tournament, you can look back as that being the reason why. And a few days earlier, they lost to Wyoming. I mean, you can't lose those games if you're a Mountain West team on the bubble. Those are two quadrant three losses. You cannot afford those kind of losses right now. Nevada looked really safely in at that point as like a 9 or a 10 seed. But when you add two terrible losses to your resume late in the season, then that's going to change things a little bit. Their offense wasn't very good against UNLV, and their defense struggled against Wyoming. But New Mexico, it's been – they were without Jalen House for a couple of those games. But even without Jalen House, you need to beat Wyoming. You need to beat Air Force. But their defense against Colorado State was absolutely terrible. I mean, they just couldn't stop anybody from getting to the rim. They had no pressure on the ball. They were just letting Colorado State get wide open looks. And Colorado State's probably going to, or New Mexico could lose to Wyoming again if that happens. I mean, they need to figure out their defense right now. And they need to pound the ball inside to Morris Udeze. They need to put pressure on the rim offensively with their guards. I think they have a chance to win this conference tournament if they adjust a few things. But their defense has been terrible recently. One of my questions, we were talking about uh, the 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 Mountain West Steve Fisher Coach of the Year Award. That went to Tim Miles this year of, of San Jose State. But we were talking in terms of why we think it is uh, a team like the Aztecs, uh, somebody like, like Coach Dutcher, who obviously has had a lot of success at the top of uh, at the top of that 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 conference. They don't necessarily look at teams that have success and really have been as dominant as the Aztecs. Uh, we were we were kind of feeling like uh, Coach Dutcher should have at least been a, 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 a in in the mix here for Coach of the Year, but Tim Miles obviously had a great year with San Jose State, but it, it just seems like the Dutch got overlooked a little bit this year. I agree, and that does tend to happen when you have the level of success that Brian Dutcher has had over the last couple of years. I mean, this is kind of expected for San Diego State, right? I mean, you look yeah. at a few years ago, they had that team that could have won the whole thing if COVID didn't come in, like you guys talked about earlier. They were in the tournament last year. They were in the tournament before that. They just are always in the NCAA tournament now. So in a way, I feel like it's probably gotten a little boring because of how consistent it is. And you look at a program like San Jose State that hasn't won 17 games in who knows how long. I mean, it's been a minute. And they have the conference player of the year, although I think Stephen Ashworth from Utah State probably should have won that honor. But I think you look at the Coach of the Year award a little differently. I mean, it really depends who you ask, but a lot of people will side on the the side of coaches kind of overachieving as the ones who win that award rather than the coaches who are consistent. It's like the LeBron factor in the NBA. When he was in his prime, he could have won the the MVP every season, but it's not going to go to LeBron every season. All right, last thing, Sean, before we let you roll. How is the Mountain West going to fare in the NCAA tournament? I thought last year was really a killer for the conference to get four teams, and I I thought all four teams were really good last year. I thought – I know the Aztecs were pretty good. I thought Boise State was good. I thought Colorado State was good. 
I, I thought, uh, who was the last one? Wyoming in there last year? Anyway, the four that yep. were in there last year, I thought were all really good teams, and they all went, they all got bounced out right away. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, what's to tell us that this year is going to be different, if anything? I mean, I think we have to see it first, obviously. San Diego State's going to have a lot of expectations as a four, five, six seed. I think probably a five seed at this point, but there's going to be some dangerous 12 seeds in that tournament. You saw Oral Roberts yesterday just absolutely curb stomp North Dakota State. They're a really good team. A lot of people know who Oral Roberts is because of their run a couple of years ago. So San Diego State needs to show up for their first-round game, and they need to help the conference get back to winning tournament games because they are the premier team in this conference right now. But Boise State could win a, a tournament game. They had a tough matchup last year. Memphis was just so hot going into the tournament. And I think Utah State, their metrics are really good for a team that doesn't have a lot of high-quality wins. They're top 30 in the net. And I don't think a top 30 team has ever been left out of the tournament in the net. Uh, my uh, good friend Lucas Harkins tweeted that out the other day, big bracketology guy. So I think that that's an interesting thing to know. And they're an elite offense. So I think that Utah State could win a tournament game. If Nevada gets here, I think they could. But, again, we're going to have to see where we can crown teams winners. We have to see them actually win these games. And the Mountain West is really in desperate need of a good tournament season. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree not, with 100%. Sean, we not, appreciate the time. Enjoy the week in Las Vegas. Sean Paul, writer for the Mountain West Wire, talking Mountain West Conference tournament with us. And uh, we, we appreciate it. We'll catch up with you again, Sean. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Very good. Sean Paul right there for the uh, Mountain West Wire. On the Mountain West uh, Conference Tournament, I'll tell you one thing, Tony, this game that's going on right now, pretty good game, UNLV and Air Force, they're in overtime. UNLV's got a, a six-point lead in overtime, uh, Seventy, actually a seven-point lead now, 71-64. to 64. Earlier today, Colorado State held off Fresno State 67-65. So first two games are any indication. You had one game was decided by two points, the second game went to overtime. It's, a, it's still a contentious league. Yeah. Welcome to March. Welcome, Welcome to March. That is crazy, man. March, you know, conference tournaments are amazing. You look at these teams and they they show up for these games in March Madness, and they just play out. I mean, they just—I don't know what you call it—ball out or something. Yeah. But it's yeah. just, you know, it's like where were they all season when they were going, you know, eleven and twenty-five, and then you know they give them one shot in March and they play a great game and they you know upset somebody. There's That's something- why it's fun. There's something to knowing your season is actually over after this next loss. Like, you, there's no more. For some of those guys, it'll be the last time they ever play basketball competitively again. And so it, it does something to you. Real quick, before I forget, that was Sean Paul, Mountain West Wire, and the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way. With Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad, visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Um, yes, I... I these turn. I think this year is going to be. It's, it's going to be a great. It's going to be a bracket busting, yeah. fun tournament this year. I was thinking of maybe not even filling out a bracket this year because I get so tired. <laughs> it and might frustrated. not be a bad idea not to. Just fill don't one. even do one. Just sit back. <laughs> nope, and enjoy you have the to. Tournament because I said I was going to beat you to Tony last you either, week. You either you either have to do one or you if you do one you have to fill them out like three different ways like by the book. A crazy one and another crazy one. Yeah. Because I think the buy the book one is probably going to be a waste of money, but you got to protect yourself just in case. I know. Because I, I just get, I mean, I want to enjoy the, the, the NCAA tournament, but I get so frustrated, just loss after loss after loss after loss. <laughs> it's like, can I, you know, there's like a 4-13 game 
I pick the four and they lose. Then I pick the 13 and the four wins like they're supposed to. I can never quite figure it out. It, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, an art that really none of us have um, mastered. Yeah, there's somebody somewhere. <laughs> you know who's mastered it? My wife won her, uh, won not only won her uh, her uh, her work NCAA pool two years ago, she was alive to the final four games last year to win it again. So nothing maybe against I'll just have my wife fill out my bracket and be done with it. Nothing yeah, against your works. wife. Nothing against her. Nothing but, against uh-oh. Lori. Uh-oh. Yeah, she could but, be listening. Be careful. But. Be Lori, careful. you know, you know that I I'm a nice person, but I'm, I, I, I'm scared. scared. I'm scared. I know <laughs> yeah, you should be um, because I was going to say I cheer against the people that have, that win a lot. So I might be cheering against Lori this year. No, you're cheering against Lori because you know that she just makes her picks. No, I don't care about how she makes her picks. Uh huh. I just don't like when people win multiple times or in the finals multiple times. No, get out of here. You're telling me. You're telling me how to feel, Chris. I'm telling you how I feel. Well, I, you're I, telling me how to feel. I think you're frustrated when people just kind of in your mind get lucky picks. No, I no because if anybody's gonna get lucky, it's Chris me. Maybe onto something. No, because I could just literally do a, a coin flip and it will be better. Because what you than really mine. want to say, what well, here's what you really want to say. Okay, I've read. I, I I've kind of sorted I, through. I, all, I, I I've sorted through all the menagerie. Here's what you really wanted to say. You wanted to say that I know what I'm doing. As in terms of you being scraby. Oh God, no! I don't. I know college basketball. I'm a sports fan. What? I put a lot of effort into these picks. What? Then somebody like Lori comes along who doesn't follow anything about college basketball, and she her picks end up better than mine, so that ticks me off. Out of, outside of saying, that's what no. you really wanted to say. That's not really, no, really, that's really not. What, he, what he should be saying is... I love how you guys you are know. telling me what I should say, even though I've told you how I feel. It's like, I'm telling you, and Chris is like, no, 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 this is how you... This is what you wanted to I say. I honestly don't know much about college basketball i know of teams i couldn't tell you who was good or not so the the experts uh, the experts sometimes don't do as well as people like Lori. so that's what makes the ncaa tournament so fascinating as it were yeah all right looks like unlv is going to win that game they've gone up by eight here in the final minute of overtime 74 to 66 all right, let's get to break. Four o'clock hour on the way. A little Chris versus the fan. 833-288-0973. If you want to play. More Gwen and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 